You know, two weeks ago, we looked at the live action version of this series that we are going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. So it just makes sense that we talk about the animated version now mm-hmm. after I actually finally watched them. <laughs> <laughs> well, watch the dub. We've already watched part of it before. Well, I hadn't seen the new episodes either, so. Oh, yes. Fact, fact, fact. So I was still a bit behind regardless. Yep. But uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Season Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. This is episode number 228, and we are discussing the anime OVAs of the Spokishibe Rohan. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, two weeks ago we watched the live-action version of this, so there is a small bit of overlap here. Uh, but for the most part, this is a newer content. Mm-hmm. We had watched the first two episodes that that had been put out some time ago. I swear we talked about them on a podcast at some point, but apparently we didn't. So I don't. Maybe I'm just losing my mind. Uh, but there, two newer episodes came out at the end of 2019, and then all four episodes went on to Netflix at the a couple months ago in early parts of 2021 so maybe we just didn't think there was enough to talk about for an episode when we had the only two episode two episodes to talk about i don't know Wait. that's a question for past us and that's a long time ago yeah for true so yeah uh all four episodes are now up on netflix they also dub them with uh basically the same group that they dub all the other jojo stuff with um with a notable exception. With a notable exception, obviously, uh, the the voice actor for Rohan has been changed, thankfully. Thankfully. I posted when I first watched this on Twitter at the credits, and I was like, love to see it. Yep. Uh, and this new guy does a great job. Um, so good. Landon McDonald. Uh, he, you know, he captures the, the essence of the character really well and does a great job throughout it. But also, like, you have some of the, some overlap from other characters that were in Diamonds Unbreakable show up. Uh, sparsely here and there, but then most of it is a lot of like just newer characters here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I was real stoked to see uh, Alex Lee in this too because I've I've gotten real into stuff that he's been doing lately. So it's like, hey, it's you. He's um, Shaw and Mr. Love for ah, my ah uh, yes 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 my Mr. Love plug of the of the, <laughs> the episode. Uh, I I would say that. Uh, Given that this is on a streaming service, they definitely go with the more unedited version of a dub, where yep. like uh, there's definitely an f bomb dropped in one of the episodes. Yep. <laughs> um, so you get a little bit more of that, and not like the where they had to kind of like tone it back a little bit for television, like with the uh, the main series dub, except for the the final episode of Diamonds Unbreakable, where they just went hog wild on the final <laughs> episode in the home video release. <laughs> You know, sometimes you just gotta talk about hands and the the Mona Lisa and what it does to your body. Sometimes you just gotta say you gotta rock hard. <laughs> I have to edit that. <laughs> yep, but it's still worth it. That might that might be the funniest line read I've ever heard, just because of just how ridiculous that situation is. Right? It's so good. Oh man. If you guys don't think the Diamond is Unbreakable is the best part of JoJo, you're wrong. It's true. Um, so yeah, this is, of course, like we talked about last week, or not last week, two weeks ago. This is an extension of Diamond is Unbreakable. It's 
kind of an epilogue, I guess you could say, of sorts that surrounds Rohan. Uh, the four episodes of the anime OVA are an eclectic mix of stuff from the manga. It's strictly manga stuff here. There isn't like, hey, let's take something from a, a light novel like the live action did. Um, so with the, the anime OVA, we have the Millionaire Village again. Uh, we have Mutsukabe Hill, Attic Confessional, and The Run. Mm-hmm. Those are our four episodes. Uh, Netflix does it weird because they ba- it basically... Um, actually, I don't know how they do it. They just like... They, they're not in like like release order as they were in Japan they're like in a weird order I guess they're in more of like manga release order because you have Atta Confessional Butsukabe Hill, Millionaire Village and then The Run so like that threw me off for a a bit when I was like watching these but you know it is what it is like it's not really a big deal because none of these stories are really like interconnected as the live action OVAs were these are more just like strictly like one off. So like you could watch one and you don't really have to watch the others if you didn't want to per se. Correct. Although you should. True. Uh, I guess we'll just do this in release order that they have like that like Netflix does because that's kind of how it was in my mind. My mind's eye. Um, One thing that is worth mentioning before we get into the, as you say, the meat and potatoes of the episode. Thank you. I'm glad some um, of this terminology is getting rubbing off on you. Um, Finding the truth exists. Yes. Coda. Our boy Coda. Man, this song rules. It's great. The only problem is that Netflix will make you want to skip credits, and then you don't get to hear it, and that's a real bummer. I don't ever skip the credits if I like on that kind of thing. Well, if I if I don't get to it in time, it'll just be like, next episode. I'm like, oh, you butthole. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that song rules, man. You... <sighs> it's very good. It's so good. It's one of my favorite JoJo-related mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. Um, I listen to it quite a bit, but, like, oh, man, that song rules. Anyway, now you can continue on where you were going. Let's dive into these episodes. Okay. <laughs> Cough. Who are you, me? <laughs> uh, so the first episode you would watch on Netflix is episode 16 at a confessional. The episode numbers don't really make... or. They're not really anything, so you don't have to really worry yeah, about just that. Nonsense. Uh, this was the first uh, chapter of the Spoken Shibe Rohan that was released back all the way in 1997. Wowza! <laughs> so this is coming up on 25 years old. God, what? When in 97 did it come out? Uh, I'm just curious. This doesn't. It says it says 97. Let me see if this has like a July 7th, 1997. Holy moly! I was like nine. I was seven. I was a little butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were kids. Of course, we were sure. buttholes. Uh, so, so I think that kind of puts into mind why this episode in particular seems weirder than the others. And weirder, I mean, just like it's like a story that just vaguely kind of has Rohan in it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's him just retelling a story, essentially. Right. And I would probably say this is the weakest episode of the four. I would agree with you. Um, so, most notably, the episode begins, uh, it's Rohan having having tea at a cafe, which the cafe kind of becomes, like, the central hub for just, like, here's, here's Rohan doing something, and then it branches off into an episode. Yeah. Uh, where this, it's him and Koichi having, having just tea or whatnot, and Koichi's like, hey, could you make me 
understand Italian because I got to go to Italy, which obviously is foreshadowing for Golden Wind and everything. Yeah. Um, Had Golden Wind already come out at all yet? or? So Diamond of the Breakable ends in 95, so I would assume so. I mean, I can look here real quick. It would make sense because I don't think it would. they would take like a two-year break. Yeah, Golden Winds begins in December of 95 and runs to April 99, so smack dab in the middle. So definitely the the Koichi going to Italy part would have already been well-established. It's, it's a wink-wink, nod-nod. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, he's just like, hey, would you do that for me? And Rowan's like, you're going to have to give me a little bit more of an explanation than, than just that. Also, let me tell you about a story of when I went to Italy. <laughs> So essentially, this whole episode kind of revolves around uh, this guy who was working a job. He, he, like a beggar comes to his work and is like, hey, can you give me some food? And this guy's like, I have to work for my food and everything. How dare you, you vagrant and all this sort of stuff. So uh, basically he's a boomer. Yeah. So he basically makes this guy try and <laughs> he makes this guy like do the rest of his job so he can get food. And then the guy dies in the midst of doing his job. And yep. this like ghostly form of this dude kind of comes up to the guy. And he's like, I will curse you now. And then I will get payback on your happiest moment and everything. Uh, while so Rohan hears this story because he's in like a cathedral in Italy taking pictures for his manga and everything. He steps into a confessional booth and is just like, hey, I'm just going to see what's happening here and everything. This he, is kind of a neat thing. Yeah. He steps into the wrong side. So he like, so another dude, so this guy shows up and is like, I need to confess my sins and everything. And Rohan's like, oh. Yes, I'm the priest now. Yes, uh, yes my son. Let, tell know. me of your sins and then I'll tell you to do 10 Hail Marys as pittance. I know nothing about Catholicism, so oh, I know the hey, confession. Hey, hi, hi, hello. I know stuff about Catholicism because that's what I grew up with. Yay. Yeah, I, I, I like went to a Catholic church a few times because I had a crush on a dude and I didn't understand <laughs> anything that was going right. Um, I had the, no idea The only thing you knew was, was that you were going up, down, up, down, up, down. It was that's a lot do. of that. It was a lot of that. Yep. And I, the only other things I know is like confessional boots are in shadow hearts. Uh, I went to, I had to do confession like, a couple times because most of the time I would just be like I don't want to do this this is dumb <laughs> and every time I would just be like here's some bad stuff and then they'd be like go do 10 Hail Marys what is a Hail be... Mary it's a sports thing it's the it's the prayer like the, the cross thing you do no it's like an actual prayer oh oh okay yeah. man I don't know anything about Catholicism I don't know anything about religion and I grew up in a, a actual religion i the guess bible belt yeah i grew up in the bible belt <laughs> i think that explains a lot actually yeah <laughs> but yeah regardless uh rohan's in this in this uh confessional booth as the priest un unaware and then this other guy's like i gotta tell you about my sins so that's what he tells him about the the dude dying and everything and then he's like so after that happened i just got real i like i i got real rich and everything and everything was going real well for me except i was like man something bad's gonna happen at some point i got He's married had a kid shoulder. and then i was like hanging out with my kid during the day with my servant and everything and my servant and i was just like i had this thought i was like man this is just the happiest moment ever and then oh god the spirit came out of my daughter's tongue yeah it was like i am back and the spirit's like hey if you do if you do play this game with me, I will rid of you forever, and I will just you know, leave I'll leave you alone. alone. Yep. So he makes him like fling popcorn up to the the height of a street lamp, 
and then he has to catch it in his mouth three times in a row. And then each successive time, it just gets more ridiculous and ridiculous. <laughs> to where by like the end of it, he's like, I've set the popcorn on fire so pigeons won't get it. <laughs> Except he he loses it in the sun and is not able to get it the third time. So uh, the, the spirit just beheads him. Yep. Casually. Mm-hmm. And then, like, so it cuts back to the co- the confessional booth, and the guy's like, so you're probably wondering how I'm alive and everything. And then you hear, like, another voice is like, I'm coming to get you. And, like, it's holding a head. This is a beheaded body. And the dude had basically switched bodies or, like, got reconstructive surgery to look like his servant so he could try and fend off the spirit. And now he's just got two spirits after him. <laughs> What a mess. This this very much feels like a like Twilight Zone episode. That's one of the things that like it says here on like Wikipedia is that like well like the director of these OVAs was like took inspiration from the Twilight Zone and Twin Peaks to make like the stylistic oh. choices for these episodes. But Twin yes, Peaks. you are I would say you are correct and like this definitely feels like a one off like Twilight Zone episode kind of deal. It feels less like JoJo and more Twilight Zone. Yeah. Which I mean, uh-huh. I, I feel like kind of like just whole the whole the Smokey Rohan stuff is kind of like that in general. Yeah, I mean, we kind of mentioned that when we talked about the live action, and mm-hmm. that it's it's less of JoJo and more like mysteries. Yeah, that's not to say that it doesn't have JoJo elements because it definitely does. Yeah, but um, like I think this one comes across as the least JoJo of all of them, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, other than, you know, the creepy tongue girl. That's, that's pretty JoJo. <laughs> the best the best part about this episode is, like, it cuts back to Rohan after he's told the story, and Okoyasu's there, and Yukiko. And Okoyasu's, yeah. like, Okoyasu's like, yeah, that was a scary story, but wouldn't it just make sense that that was just, like, a stand user? That's that's what I would think. Anyways. <laughs> and then Yukiko's like, I'll protect you, Koichi, if a ghost tries and harms you. And he's like, oh, th- th- thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> and Rohan's just like, like, why are you all here? <laughs> <laughs> and that's fair because, yeah, he's like, I don't like any of you guys. Why are you here? <laughs> I mean, I think he likes he likes them because they're not Josuke. Yeah, no, I'm just making a joke. Um, Yeah, as long as you're not Josuke, he's fine with you. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, if I was going to have anybody be a bodyguard for me, like, it would be her. Yeah. Um, cause that girl is ride or die and she's going to make sure that whoever's messing with you is not doing that again. I'm like, mm-hmm. she's scary. Koichi is, it's a good thing Koichi's on her good side. It's true. Uh, and then like the episode ends basically with Rohan being like, maybe I'll go back to Italy and interview that guy at some point. And, but also like, I kind of have respect for him cause like, he's just got this perseverance that like, he's, he's a terrible person. Don't get me wrong, but he's got a kind of <laughs> perseverance that you have to kind of respect. I mean, like, you've got spooky guys after him all the time now. Mm-hmm. Man. He's just like, I'm just going to keep going optimistically. Da, 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 da. Um, That's so messed up. It is. Here's an author's note from Araki about this particular chapter. Oh. In 1997, the editorial team asked for a short story. The terms were less than 45 pages and no spinoff of an existing series. Ta-da! <laughs> and here's a spinoff for you. I obviously made a first draft without Rohan, but isn't it isn't that better if he's the narrator? Just read the panels without him, just to see. 
it's like a tasteless meal, isn't it? When I think about it with the with the interdiction, I would never have drawn the other Rohan, Rohan spinoffs. I'm grateful for that. I like how they're like, yeah, don't do this. He's like, but what if I do this anyway? I will do this regardless. That's about right, yeah. Yep. Perfect. So yeah, that's that's the first episode. Like like we said, it's kind of just It's eh, fine. Eh. Um like I said, the the one guy comes across as pretty pretty boomer when he's yelling at the dude for like you gotta do all this work and I'm gonna sit here and just look at you and I'm mad because mm. you're not doing it faster and oh god, you're dead. You're dead. Like oof, oof. if that's not like um Commentary on culture. I don't know what is. Even if it's accidental. Yep. Uh, the next, I don't think it is. The next episode is episode two, which co- correlates actually pretty well. Uh, yeah. Mutsukabe Hill. This is an episode we both had previously watched, so like nothing real new here. The only thing new would have been just the dub itself, but again, nothing real new here. This is the episode where they say, F-. Yes. And I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this episode begins where Rohan's meeting with one of his editors and the editor's telling him about this ghost he's heard of called the Mutsu Kabe Zaka. And then Rohan tells the story about this woman named Naoko Osato and how she inadvertently murdered her boyfriend Gunpei and Gunpei's curse on himself is that he is a dead body that can never stop bleeding yep it's real weird it is real weird like it's just like spewing blood everywhere uh Naoko at one point has to like drink the dude's blood to make sure no one sees that the the corpse is just continuously bleeding because like her father and her like fiance show up at her house and she's like ah trying to make sure like no one sees anything that's happening and, like, it just comes, like, this very bizarre comedy of errors of her trying to, like, tr- like suture up and make sure or try and stop the bleeding. But the blood just keeps spewing out regardless of what she does. Yeah. So, I guess, like, for context, apparently she's from, like, a pretty wealthy family. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like it's some kind of, like, arranged marriage type situation. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. He's, he's employed in some way by her family he was like the pool boy or something like some kind of like like, job like that yeah like he he's a laborer Mm -hmm. for her family and they are dating and doing the do um and they get into an argument and he gets like real violent ish and Mm -hmm. she's like nope nope i don't like this i don't like this go away um she ends up like shoving him and he falls back and she, I, I guess, I think if I remember right, she like keeps talking and then she realizes like, oh, he's not talking. This is weird. And goes mm-hmm. to look and like he got impaled in the back of the head by one of the golf clubs. That's by there. a putter, which is not a thing that <laughs> should usually happen. <laughs> oh, man. That's the sharpest putter ever to ever made. Or maybe he's just got a soft head. Either way. Um, so yeah, he just like keeps bleeding and she's trying to figure out like how to hide the body and how to keep him from bleeding. Cause at first she's like, oh, I got to fix this so that he doesn't die. And then she realizes like, oh, he's, he's kind of dead, but he just keeps bleeding. She's like in her like lingerie 
Mm-hmm. And the family, her her fiance and her dad are coming. They're like, "Hey, you okay?" She's like, "Yep, yep, fine. I'm I'm getting dressed. Do not come in. Oh my god, don't come in." Um, and I mean, like you said, it's a comedy of errors in the sense that she's just trying everything she could think of, including like rolling him up in a rug at one point. Yeah, that's how she, like she's able to kind of like hide him when the the fiance comes in. Is like, "I thought I saw a person in here. What's going on?" She's like, "Oh, no one's here." Everything's fine. I'm just going to keep drinking this blood. And then, like, eventually, like, she just starts, like, keeping the corpse in, like, the attic and just, like, letting it drain blood every day and just takes care of it. And then eventually, allegedly, has intercourse with it. Allegedly, yes. Which I'm not sure how that works. but I, I don't guess either. You, guess if you can keep producing blood after death, you can keep producing other things. Yep. Uh, Rohan eventually, like, goes to, like, seek out this building or like this house and everything and see what's up with it and runs into like the daughter and the daughter basically has the same like uh ghost spirit curse thing surrounding her people to see like them die in front of you basically like so she like comes up and like trips and falls and starts bleeding in front of him yeah because she's like oh you're rohan kashiba you've been staking out this place and then she's like oh no i'm gonna fall on this rock bonk Bonk. Bonk. and then Bonk. he's like oh crap oh crap oh crap oh crap uh i need to write into her face that she's never met me before doesn't can't see me before she dies and like somehow that revives her and then she's like mom i'm hungry and he's but like he also finds the book who she is yes um but yeah everyone's basically like i gotta get the heck out of here yeah we're getting out of here I don't want anything to do with this. Nope. Yeah, she's she's the the kid of the gal and Gunpei somehow. Yeah. Like I said, at least that's what that's what Rohan infers. Yeah, yeah. That's what he figures out from Heaven's Door. Uh yes. Uh, and then the episode ends again with Rohan being interrupted by the rest of the gang. She shows up, which Josuke's here as well, but he doesn't say anything. He's you see he his back of his head. It's just Koichi and Okoyasu saying stuff. Which, honestly, like, if we're thinking about this as a, like, Rohan perspective type thing, even if we're not actually, like, in a first person, like, it makes sense that Josuke would be, like, a bit character in this who never talks and you're never right, you're right. engages. Like, he wouldn't want to acknowledge that he exists, really. Yeah, I mean, that makes a whole lot of sense. So, like, I was thinking about it when I was watching it. I'm like, that makes sense. Like, this is his show, and he doesn't want he doesn't want Josuke around. He doesn't like him. <laughs> so he's just like, even if he does engage, I'm not paying attention to this guy. This is the back of his head. Have fun. <laughs> it's true. Uh, here are some one-shot OVA differences. Ooh, tell me. Uh, a portion of Rohan and Kagamori, which is the editor's conversation, is omitted mostly in regards to Nicholas de Stoll, which I think they re- they replace into the the dub because I thought he mentions like oh I'm reading this person yeah I think so too I could be wrong though because I think the whole thing about this uh the beginning of this episode is like Rohan's like I'm broke yeah all my Sailor Moon figures and my Led Zeppelin vinyls are gone (laughs) I forgot to mention the Sailor Moon figures the dub just took liberties and I'm okay with that I'm fine with that, yes. Uh, some also, back- the fact that like he's a fan of Sailor Moon makes me very happy. It makes sense. It does. Uh, some background information regarding Naoko's family and living situations omitted. 
Gunpei opening the window to look at Shuichi is omitted. Naoko elbows Gunpei in the face after he tries to undress her. In the one shot, she punches him. Whoa. Uh, scenes are added briefly showing Shuichi and Naoko married and Naoko disposing blood into the sink. Hey, you know what this is a big episode that people should pay attention to? What's that? Consent is good. Consent is good. You're right. Yeah, but also, like, don't be a butthole and maybe you won't die but via putter. Don't just drink someone's blood unless you're a vampire and you have to. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that either. There's just a lot of mistakes that were made in this episode. Anyway, continue. Don't commit necrophilia. <laughs> yeah, dude, don't do that. Uh, a real estate agent named Batsudera is added to the OVA. He pesters Rohan to sell the mountains and almost stumbles across Naoko's daughter's body. An extra scene is added showing Koichi, Okuyasu, Josuke, and Mikitaka all at the table listening in on Rohan's story. Kagamori asks them to leave, but Rohan stops him. To, stops him. Stops his editor to ask if Mikitaka is actually an alien. <laughs> <laughs> perfect he's like yeah i am an alien (laughs) (laughs) you know rohan would be all about that it's true uh naoko conversing with her daughter is omitted a voiceover is still present but not the son's line about wanting to be a gardener so maybe the 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 dude was a gardener oh maybe he was a gardener because if his son wanted to be a gardener that would make sense uh, then here's all, here's an, a note from Araki about this chapter, which this chapter actually came out a decade after the last one. <laughs> Wilden. In December of 2007. Wild. Uh, but I have to deliver a short story. The theme that always comes to my mind is horror and youth. Mutsukabe Hill is a terrifying episode. By dint of drawing this creature, I came to believe it really existed somewhere in Japan. It really sucks. <laughs> Besides, why this, t- uh, why this title, Mutsukabe Hill? I don't remember how I came up with it, and that scares me even more. Huh. Argy's just a weirdo. Yes. Yes, but isn't that why he's great? Yes. Uh, the third episode is episode five, Millionaire Village, which basically we already talked about. Um, there's not a whole lot different in this. Um, like The only differences are like the, the live-action differences that they've made to make that more of a connected story. So, like, mm-hmm. you don't see the boyfriend at all or anything. Um, the it was the boyfriend and the, mo- uh, and the mom who died in a car yeah. accident. We mentioned that in the other episode. But mostly for, like, like everything else is kind of just the same. <laughs> it's just here's an animated version rather than a live-action version. Also, like, there's nothing about uh, robbers in this version. Like, it's mostly just the, hey, uh, the editor, Kyoka, comes up and is like, hey, wouldn't buy a, I want to go buy this place because all these rich people come there. and It would be real cool and everything. Um, so yeah, it's, it's out of like, since it is the one with the most overlap, like it's basically not a whole lot different here. I think, um, the animated version is a little bit darker and like what happens with the like violations, like what mm-hmm. the costs are. Cause like, See, doesn't uh, the editor like have a health issue happen? She has a heart attack. Like, yeah, that's pretty intense. Yeah. And also, like, they had this, like, they tried to save this little baby bird, and Rohan pulls the box out, and it's, like, just spewing blood, and there's, like, gross giant centipedes crawling out of it. You. So, like, it goes a little bit more intense in yeah. terms of, like, what the punishment is for whatever things happen. I also don't... Hmm. I'm trying to remember, is is the arm thing with a corn... No, because he... Okay, so that's another difference between the two is that he doesn't lose... 
lose uh lose like the the you use of one arm? of his arms. He has both arms still. But the corn thing's still there, intact. Yeah, yeah the corn is still the key here. Mm-hmm. The corn is how he wins. Yeah. Always, always win with a corn. It's true. <laughs> uh, and then there's also a, a a shot at the end again where Rohan's with the boys. So the boys. That thing is also not there. Um, which I think they they basically have a little chat where like. Rohan's staying with Koichi and Okiyasu's like you're just talking about stop being a freeloader you should come to my house I got empty rooms and Rohan's like hmm yes interesting also I would like to see about your dad and Okiyasu's like can you fix them and Rohan's like no (laughs) (laughs) and then Josuke's just sitting there again not doing anything he's like Josuke doesn't exist yep uh but yeah basically if you've seen if if you listen to us talk about the live action version two weeks ago Content-wise, for the most part, it's like 90% the same. Yeah, the plot's generally the same. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some one-shot OVA differences with this one. Okay. Uh, Akira Otoshi can be seen walking in the background during Rohan and Izumi's conversation at the cafe, which he shows up in the previous episode as well, along with another character, because they're like, mm-hmm. we want your autograph. And then Rohan's like, let me just fling some coffee at them, and there's your autograph. It was really funny. It is. Uh, in the one shot, Izumi mentions she found the village on Google Maps. While the statement is omitted in the OVA, the interface on the tablet closely resembles the app. Uh, when Rohan answers Izumi's question about removing his coat before entering, he places his hand on the entrance. He simply points at it in the OVA. In the OVA, Izumi hands the box with the baby bird inside to Rohan before the two remove their coats. This is not seen in the one shot. In the one shot, introductions between EQ, the little servant, and the protagonist oh happen inside the property just before entering the waiting room in the OVA the whole interaction occurs outside the main gate the inside of the property is also expanded upon and slightly altered before grabbing the corn the OVA introduced includes Rohan striking a pose similar to the one he uses on the cover of Rohan at the Louvre the Louvre oh man I wish that one had been turned into an OVA episode <laughs> at some point that one's really good an extra scene is added of Rohan using Heaven's Door to place the bird back in its nest and then an epilogue is added consisting of Rohan explaining the aftermath to Koichi, Okuyasu, and a non-speaking Josuke. So a lot of, like, the, just the, let's add in the boys is just, hey, we want to put this in because the anime was popular. Right. Um, non- non-speaking Josuke. <laughs> yep. Once again, this was this was released uh, a while after the last one. This was released in October 2012, so five years after the previous and then here's your note from Araki about this uh, this this chapter. All right. The greatest benefit I obtain from Millionaire's Village is Kyoka Izumi, the editor's character. Even though she has an annoying personality, I love this character and I would consider her a masterpiece. <laughs> I want to certify on my honor that no editor among my entourage was used as a model. It's true and don't believe I say that because I fear reprisal. So definitely based on somebody in his editorial team. I wonder because he said that if like that was a reason why they expanded upon Kyoka in the live action OVAs. Because he likes her. Because yeah. maybe. You never know. Makes sense. Uh, and then finally, we have our, our last episode, which is episode nine, called "The Run." The Run, which is, I believe, the last uh, one shot that has been released, which was it was put out in February 2018. Wow. So it actually it came out after the the first two episodes came out. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Um, again, I thought this was kind of an episode. <laughs> I liked this one. Um, I liked it better than the confessional one. I, I I agree with you on that, but like I think the first two episodes we watched are better than the new the two newer ones. And I think just content wise, this is just kind of just normal. I mean, like it was the dude it, creates like a rock wall in you're, his you're right. like, apartment. It, it does have some throwing a package. It does have some weirdness, but like you know, when I come to JoJo, and even like I know this is not like JoJo JoJo. Mm-hmm. Um, this doesn't really have a lot of like that weirdness that I would be like wanting or even like a lot of like the mystery of like some of like the other episodes have it's just like this good dude got really into gym work he just became a huge meathead <laughs> and things got out of hand I don't know like maybe it's because I've watched too much pro wrestling and I've just seen dudes like this all the time I'm just like eh whatever <laughs> wasn't it implied that he's like taken over by something yeah but like even then it's just kind of like if that feels kind of like half baked in i don't know like it, it was just one of those things i was just like eh, it's fine this episode's okay i guess ended up getting like wings all over his body yeah um so basically Wild. this episode begins and rohan's in a cast he's like man i got my fingers broken that sucks let me tell you about that this is funny <laughs> Uh, he tells a story about this uh, young man named Yoma Hashimoto who was uh, scouted in Harajuku. He became a model. He became a low-rent uh, actor here and there. And his agent's like, you know how the, the actors like become big actors? They have an aura about them. You need to stand out and make your body your temple and everything. So he basically just like falls head first into be like, I need to work out every single day of the week, every single minute. Ah. Also, he looks like you, Narakami, but with bats in his hair. Yeah, he's just swole Narakami. Basically, yeah. Uh, he keeps working out in his girlfriend's apartment, and his girlfriend's like, stop. Stop this. Why are you doing this to the apartment? You're ruining it. Uh, Rohan apparently just goes to the same gym as this dude, which is a weird thing to think of. <laughs> and they uh, they form like a little rivalry between each other of like doing competitions and all this sort of stuff. It's weird. I'm just like, Rohan is going to the gym and competing with this dude who is just, like, jacked to the gills. And also beating him seems just a little far-fetched in my book. <laughs> I mean, Rohan does always joke that he's, like, a, a physical specimen. Yeah, but he's also an arrogant dude. <laughs> yes, he is. He is that, too. Um... Also, doesn't the the model guy like go to bed at like seven p.m.? Isn't that a something that he says? It's something ridiculous. It like might that. be something like that. I remember it's really early, and I'm like, "Whoa, dude!" Gotta get up early and, and clang and bang. No, <laughs> you don't have to do either of those things. I feel like we were one step away from just seeing this dude shoot up steroids in his in his off time. I mean, he probably did. We just yeah. didn't see it. Dude's way too beefy. I mean, it would make sense because he got mad at all those people. Yeah, like roid rage. Roid rage. Uh, and Rohan's just being a butt as yep. as he normally is. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. After the competition, the dude gets real bummed. And then, like you said, he just puts a bunch of bouldering equipment all throughout the apartment. And then down the apartment, like the outside of the apartment, like... That part was just like, 
strange. Yeah, he just turns the apartment into like a climbing wall. And his girlfriend's like, please get out. Don't come back. And he's like, okay, I'm just going to climb out the window. And every time the delivery guy comes by, he's just like, no. Yep. Poor delivery guy. He's just trying to do his job. He is. Like, that's he's got to just deliver these packages. Also gets murdered for it. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing with the, the hand comes up where Rohan and this guy get into a competition where they're, like, on treadmills with each other. They have to speed up to 25 kilometers an hour. And the first How one... How fast did, is that? Well, let's check it out. I don't know kilometers. KMH to MPH. That is 15 and a half miles an hour. No. <laughs> no. No. So yeah, they have to reach 25 kilometers an hour, and the first one who does that gets to grab this uh, this remote that has a kill switch on it, but there's only one of them. So the first one who does it gets to, gets to stop, and the person has to keep running, I guess. Or do the weird treadmill trick where you have to like hop to the side and get off of it. Yes. Um, either way, both of these things are terrifying because you hit that kill switch and you're just going to go flying. <laughs> and the other thing, you're likely going to hurt yourself very badly or also mm -hmm. go flying, which might hurt you very badly. Regardless, neither is a good option. No, don't run that fast. No. Unless like you're actually trained to do so. But also treadmills are terrifying. Yes. Uh, Yoma just like takes his clothes off and he's like just jacked to the gills. <laughs> he's ripped. Ripped. And th this is where you say like he starts getting like wing shaped muscles in his legs and his back and all everywhere. And Rohan's like that's weird. <laughs> and then he takes like a dumbbell and just breaks the glass behind him. So like whoever loses has to like will just get flung out of the building. <laughs> you know as you do. Yeah. And then Rohan's like that's real weird. Rohan like it's like freaks out and is like I should probably grab this remote real quick and then Yoba breaks his that's where he gets his fingers broken because like we haven't got the twenty five kilometers yet. Nope. Got to do that. Uh, Rohan uses Heaven's Door to learn that yeah he just like he had murdered the delivery man another person at his gym who was taking up like uh, the time of his coach that he wanted to be trained by and also his girlfriend. Yep. And he's like, this guy is messed up. I need to find a way to win or else I'm going to die. <laughs> uh, they eventually get up to 25 kilometers an hour and the Yoma celebrates because he wins. He's able to grab it for Rohan. He's like, yes, I did it. But also Rohan wrote in him that he has to, he's going to point the remote at Rohan's treadmill and not his own. <laughs> what this guy's like, oh no. And then he gets flung out of the, the, the window. Boing. And Rohan's like, I'm not looking down. No way. I did something bad here. Not going to do it. May have just no, murdered a guy. <laughs> definitely not. That's real bad. And then also he's like, I think he was possessed by the god of muscle. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, I guess. The god of muscle? Yeah. Who's the god of muscle? Hermes. Hermes. Her but yeah, that's that, that's that episode. Hermes. There's a lot of running. Is he the one with the wing shoes? Yes. Oh, he's able to move quickly. Wing sandals. There you go. Mm -hmm. Um. Interesting. Interesting.
Man. Yeah, Rowan just murdered a guy. Okay, let's kill or be killed. Honestly, he probably survived that. He he it's Jojo. Yeah. <laughs> um But yeah, like he killed three people because they got in the way of his working out. Yeah. Uh, muscles are life or something. I, I don't know. What I mean, that's, what, that's some what people do, for you. Honestly, what do people who exercise actually say? Because I, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love my muscles. Rrr. Uh, we don't have any differences or anything yet on the Wikipedia page, but here's the author's note for this chapter. Uh, like I said, this was the latest one. came out in 2018. Uh I've brought back this type of muscle character that I like drawing during the eighty through eighties during the eighty through JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm guessing through the eighty the eighties through JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I don't know. It's a weird sentence. Mm-hmm. I'm the first to be surprised by this. He really came back to life, whether I wanted it or not. Yoma Hashimoto. I have the feeling that someone like him really exists somewhere. What a dreadful fellow. <laughs> He probably does exist somewhere, and he probably is a dreadful fellow. Yep. Yeah, this guy sucked. Mm-hmm. He was a he was a butthole. I was like, you're giving you Narakami a bad name. <laughs> you're uh, his shadow. So I guess out of the the spoke Shibi Rohan releases, there's only one, two, three, four that have yet to be adapted. I hope that they get adapted. I do too. Um, I also really, 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 I know that it's not technically one of the releases, but the Louvre episode is re- or, uh, book is very, very good. Mm-hmm. It's very, very good. And I would love to see that animated. Yes, I agree with you. Um, I'm going to give, this is probably going to be a controversial statement here. Okay. I think the live action is better than the animated. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Because um, like you said, like I think those those newer episodes just like, they just didn't do a whole lot for me, and I think the 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 two other episodes that they uh, they adapted for the live action were more interesting stories. And they like they to me they had more of that like that that weird JoJo ness to them, and also like just the, the weird mystery ness to them that I feel like kind of encompasses uh, this set of stories in particular. The DNA one also had a really good use of Rohan's ability. Yes. Um, that we don't always get to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, with, with like, the run, you know, it's there. He uses it to cheat, basically. But, um, like, with the DNA episode, it's baked into how everything's resolved. It's yeah. really important in how, how we figure out what is actually happening and how we're going to deal with it. What did Araki say about DNA? What did he say about Let's DNA? Let's hear what he said. What was the other one that was adapted for that? Uh, oh. it was the one that was like a short from one of the short stories. Oh right, right, the 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 word yes. that no one's allowed to say. Uh, here's what Ariki had to say about DNA. DNA. When I was a child, I was reading Shonen Jump and also and also Besatsu Margaret. I may be the first magazine. It may be the first magazine that I've read. A girl from my family had some issues in the bathroom. At the time, I was far from imagining that I would be publishing a chapter among its, its pages. DNA. Indeed, I was under heavy pressure that maybe why it, I, uh, I was under heavy pressure that maybe why I opted for a happy and moving ending, whereas I usually look for horrifying ones. I'm happy about this. I'm also happy to have been able to draw Yukio Yamagishi again. Yay! 
Um, I thought you said that she had an issue in the bathroom as in like she, she was having like bathroom issues <laughs> rather than she had an issue of the magazine in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, what does that have to do with anything, buddy? <laughs> I was like, man, you're just calling your sister out for having to poop yeah. or something. This one shot is the first in the series to be published in a shojo based magazine, which is just weird to think about. That is wild. That's so wild. Especially with this one of all things. Right. Oh my god. And especially because the manga or the manga version goes wilder than the the live action did. Right. Dang. Did he have any comments on the word that can't be said? He didn't write that, so I don't know if he did or oh, not. Oh, I guess he didn't write that. You're right. Let me see if like if that has a page or not. But he had to approve of it, right? Yes. Um None of these have like a pop out like link link or anything, so I don't think there's content for it. Yeah, so man, but yeah, I would agree with you that the live action it 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 worked very well, mm-hmm. and I would personally hope for more of the live action, like if if if. I were given the choice, do I want more live action of this? Do I want more OVA? I would pick live action. Same. Um, that is not to say that I do not want more of the OVA, um, but the live action one is just super, super good. Yeah. What they should do is take the live action, put finding the truth in it. Yes. Yes. I agree. Add some coda in that. Then you really got a JoJo. <laughs> you got a stew going. <laughs> Right, Maxwell? He's like, I love JoJo. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I like I like these episodes. I just think, you know, like I said, the, the first two we watched I think are, are good. The second two that are newer are just eh. But I, I do like uh the little nods to just the anime and everything where they kind of bring in the boys. And just the rest of the crew in at random times just to be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Remember us? What's We're up, characters. Just Kate, don't say anything. Just look at no. your back of your head. Nope, not allowed to say anything. Nope. Alien. But yeah. We need like a side story with an alien at some point. How has that not been a thing is the real I don't question. Know. I don't know. I would love that. Because that dude just is like... He, he is prime material right there. He really is. You would think like that would just be an easy layup. Yeah. For someone to just be like, hey, yes, I would like to do this. Yeah. Man. Let me see if there's been if he's been in anything else. Maxwell's an alien. Well, yes, that's true as well. You don't turn into dice, though. <laughs> That'd be a little or- weird. Or ice cream. Yeah, it would be really weird if my cat's like, well, I'm dice now, yay! I can help you cheat. Yeah, I don't think he's anything else. That is a real tragedy. Ripperoni alien. It's true. 
So yeah. I think these I think if you watch this as a whole, like if you're a JoJo fan, you'll you'll get some enjoyment out of it. Um it does have like the weirdness of like if you watch this right after Diamonds Unbreakable, like there is definitely an animation or like a, a style change because they 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 style the characters more after the manga versions rather than what they did for the anime. So mm-hmm. that could be a little bit of a jarring shift if you are not aware of it. Um, Which is terrifying. I think for the most part, though, like, it's fine. It's not like a terrible, dramatic change, but it is a change nonetheless. Uh, but yeah, as, you know, extra content, if you like Diamonds Unbreakable, like, yeah, you should definitely seek these out if you haven't watched them or anything. But mm-hmm. also, watch the live-action version as well if you can find that. Why not think, both? Exactly. Like, I think both work well as good companion pieces to Diamonds Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. I and, and like you mentioned uh, earlier, I hope they make more of these regardless of its, if it's animation or live-action, preferably live-action. But it would be cool to see more of these little stories just get adapted. Yes, I, I agree. Think they're fun Especially since we don't one-offs. have like English translations of them officially. Yeah, hopefully they they eventually put those out. Be really cool. That would be really nice. But that this is like the only way we're getting that content is through these, and hmm. so I, I would really like to see more. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I think that's gonna wrap this episode up. Yep. So. So. If you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonallanguagecheckup.com or sac.cool. You can find past episodes of this podcast where we've talked a lot about JoJo in a variety of ways. Heck yeah, we have. A whole heck and variety of ways. Yes. Uh, yes. Past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. It's where we watch stuff. Mm-hmm. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you want more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. We're also anime checkup on TikTok, where you get all the hot reviews and very short form entertainment. Uh, buy our books, One Shining Moment of Critical Analysis of Love Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs, and Pac Man on Amazon.com. I was like, I'm forgetting something. <laughs> what am I forgetting? And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast and bonus episodes that you won't find anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Only there. Only there. Only there. Next week, most likely we are going to be discussing Yakuza 4. Yakuza. Unless for some reason we cannot beat that game in a week. <laughs> when we're like at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we can yes uh presumably that's what we're going to be talking about next week so look forward to that yay